How do you guys manage to market yourselves with this? Marketing, I mean, now we're using um, the app Buffer. So basically scheduling all the posts. Um, Buffer. Yeah, Buffer is an app. It lets you have three social media accounts mm -hmm. um, at a time to schedule up to 20 posts. You can have 20 posts scheduled at a time. Um, so I usually do like Sundays. I'll sit down. I'll look at what my week is. I'll start scheduling everything out for the week. So it's going to post my tweet at this time or my, my Instagram post at this time. That helps me a lot during music week um, and helps me out a lot during the week that I'm at work and I really can't get my hands on posting something at one or two. Um, Marketing-wise is, is just commenting on, you know, the different clubs, places, things like that, um, that I'm ready to go. A lot of people have found me from that. Um, I do own now on Facebook Miami Club Scene. So I do own that page. Started it last year, no, this year I started it with 20 people and now it's at over 500 something people. Um, so it's a lot of, you know, people on the clubs and things like that. So mm -hmm. a lot of people that DJ, things like that, but I control the announcements. So anything that's going on for the week, I post it as an announcement pinned to the, to the post. Um, but that's really the marketing thing. Now I've been doing a lot of TikToks. Um, Radiant is another page right now since there's not a lot of festivals. Mm -hmm. um, Radiant, which is a lot of EDM people and things like that. That's really one thing that I've been using a lot more to market since there's not a lot of events and a lot, a lot of promoters that know about it um, just to get people out there. So it's pretty much just finding people and then, you know, finding little groups. So if I go to the club, I'll find a little group, you know, talk to them, see how they're doing. You know, how do they come in? Do they know someone here? If they say no. I give them my business card, you know, let them know I work here. Mm -hmm. Just get, you know, people like that. So. Before it was like, we didn't have to go to the club. It was all, you know, people just buy tickets. Now it's like you, we, I have to go to the club, see people, talk to them, mingle a little bit just to mm. get, you know, notice and things like that. So, so let me ask you this. I'm, I'm asking some, some free counselor advice. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's say, because I, the purpose of this podcast show that I created is a learning experience. It's advisory. Like I'm trying to guide people like, all right. This is based on my experience. This is what I did. This is what I've done. This is what my people surrounded me done. And I always try to give them little advice and recommendations what to do and what to do. What type of advice would you give me on how I can successfully market myself with this podcast show to the next level? What are your advice that you will give to me? For a podcast show, I would say, you know, Twitter, find hashtags that work with a podcast type of thing um to get people from that mm -hmm. you know start liking their post um maybe listen to other people's podcasts comment on their videos yeah on youtube things like that um or if they're on twitch as well um instagram i would always my my thing with instagram is if you're gonna post on instagram it has to be on a solid day like on a weekend and like mm. usually three times a week and then stories stories for some reason is where i get most of my people mm -hmm. um On a story post on an Instagram, I will get 200 views. On a post that I posted on Instagram, I'll get like 100. So it's more of, you know, view based off of there. Um, and then what I post on Twitter, I don't really post on Instagram. What I post on TikTok, I do post on my Instagram um, story as well so people can see it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's literally that. And then what I've been doing um, club-wise and gaming-wise and things like that is Finding, like I said, finding people that do the same thing you do. So if you find a podcaster, you know, you know, visit their page, comment on their page, comment, write a comment on one of their podcasts. So like you watch Joe Rogan, 
yeah. maybe comment on one of his videos or anything like that. Because people actually click on it. They'll click on the vid on, on the person and see, oh shit, they're they're a podcaster too. Let me listen to them. Hmm. Or they're a gamer, let me listen to them. Or, you know, that's why I post a lot on Treehouse's events because people might click on my name and go, Oh man, he's promoting the event. He has a discount code. I'm gonna yeah, you know. So it's just to get your exposure to the same type of area that you're trying to portray. So okay. it's worked on it's worked on every avenue. It's worked on my promoting wise. It's promoted on my my Twitch, which gone from zero followers up to over 500 now that I have right now in over four months. And it's just that finding people that do the same type of games that I play, mm -hmm. going on their pages, writing stuff, stuff, you know, getting to know them. And then people start following me from that. Same okay. thing, you know, so that's the easiest way. It's finding people that have the same type of thing you like. So you like music, you know, it's this is a music podcast. So finding people with that same type of thing and just, you know, commenting, maybe liking their post. Obviously, posts that are correct, not the posts <laughs> that we talked about before that were not correct. But yeah, no, no, not that, not that. <laughs> but there's people that out there that, you know, if there's an artist that you like, liking their, their post, because yeah. I do that a lot. I'll go into someone's post and see what they wrote or what they liked and see who they are. Maybe there's someone that I like, you know, plus your title. Always your title has to portray what you're doing. So if you're a promoter, you know, I have my thing saying Twitch promoter, Twitch affiliate. Mm -hmm. But people know, oh shit, he's this and he's that. Um, same thing with my my Twitter. It's the same thing. I have my title literally states, you know, what yeah. I do. So now that's not, one of, yeah. not that I'm 38 Miami male. <laughs> well, you post what you're doing. So <laughs> I do I do actually do have a title saying like, you know, welcome to my page. This is the home base of the Lone Wolf podcast. And also yeah. when you listen to one of my latest music, that's basically yeah. one thing. Um, I want to change. I want to change topics now, and I want to get into the Twitch thing. Okay. Because now it's very interesting that you got now you got yourself a Twitch uh, account, and now you're more into the whole gaming stuff. What what decided for you to change those roles? Are you? I mean, you were a DJ and promoter. Now you're also are a Twitch streamer and a gamer. What what make that those changes? Well, I was um, working from home. I've been working from home since March. So mm -hmm. it kind of got me into, you know, let me get a gaming PC. Let me get some monitors. Yeah. Um, and I started watching some Twitch streamers and I'm like, man, you know what? I can do this. I've always wanted to be an actor. Um, I'll do funny shit on my streams, you know, and I like horror games. So, you know, I started playing one horror game and things like that, you know, started getting to different discords, following people. Um, and it's just, it's, it's something that I always do. I always spread a positive note at the end of my stream. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even looking for people to subscribe and to, you know, give me bits. If they do, that's great. You know what? Whatever they pay is going back into the stream. But I always say at the end of the stream, you know, I'm here to give you guys laughs because I scream a lot because I freak out. I've seen one of your, I've seen one of your choices. I was laughing my ass off. You know, and, and I do, I do all my OBS stuff. I do all my video editing. Mm -hmm. I do, so it's one Preach. person doing everything that, yeah. you know, some people have like eight people doing it, but I do it because people out there, there's so much negativity out there that mm. if I could just make one person's day a little bit better, like one streamer mm. did to me that when I watch Dowsy on stream, when he's playing dead by daylight, because if I'm having a bad day makes me feel better. I want to do the same thing for someone else out there which is why I do my Twitch streams is to, to spread that positivity, to make sure that people out there that are having a bad day, have a good day, do what they like to do. Um, 
I do TikToks, which are funny as hell, and I dress up and everything like that. And I yeah, can do that. I've, I've seen some of that on Instagram. Yeah. I've had, I've had people from work go to me. Are you sure you're okay? I'm like, I'm perfectly fine. But let me ask you a question. Did you laugh? Yeah. How was your morning? It was terrible. Perfect. But you laughed, didn't you? Yeah. There you go. Your day's better. So there's so much negativity. There's so many people that are arguing and it's just, I love it. Laugh. You know, that's, that's all I'm doing it for. It's not really because of, I'm trying to make it a, if it becomes a career, it becomes a career, but it's more of, you know, giving people a place that they can go and just, just laugh and just joke around with me and things like that. A fun, just, a fun hobby. Yeah. Fun hobby, you know? So I love that. If it, if it turns into something else later on, yeah. then, you know, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, I've been doing it for four months. Some of these streamers say that they take two, three years to become, you know, an actual major job, but who knows what's going to happen in the next year or two. So how many followers you got so far on Twitch? We passed 500. We're at five. Shut up. Yeah. We're at 510 followers. Now this is the thing that I did. I did mathematics because I'm a numbers guy. Okay. A lot of the main Twitch streamers I watch uh-huh. two to 4% of your followers. is what's going to watch your stream. So some of them have like 10,000 people, things like that. So 2%, which is 2000, you know, it's what they're getting. So I'm trying to get more followers. It's going to, it'll get there eventually, but yeah, no, I mean, I have, you know, I've people do donate, people do subscribe. I have, I think like 10 subscribers right now on my channel. I mean, it's not much, but I mean, it's something, but it's, it's growing little by little. So okay, yeah, people love it. People love my, my TikTok. My TikTok's over 200 people right now in less than a, like two months. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, I've met people. I've met people from different cities that, you know, are, you know, want to meet up eventually once this whole entire pandemic ends. You know, I've seen people that like to go to comic cons to TwitchCon next year. I'm I'm going to that. Hopefully if it doesn't get canceled. Right. I um, hear. But yeah, it's, it's, I, you're, you're meeting people. It's not, I'm not meeting the same people I meet in Miami. I'm meeting people from, you know, from Ohio, from California, from Arizona, from different places. And, you know, I have a friend now in Jacksonville that he lives and he plays the same game I do. And we're talking about meeting up in Orlando to go to Universal one day, you know, and things like that. So it's, it's a community. I like it. You know, it's, it's different. So it's a place to get, to get all the negative stuff that I have maybe in life and just throw it to the side and just, you know, forget about it and just enjoy myself and just game. And that's it. That's good to hear, man. I love hearing stuff like this, man, because you hardly get to hear that or see any of that stuff in real life. Mm -hmm. And I'm man, I, I, kudos for you to get those 500 followers in Twitch, man. I only got seven. <laughs> uh, a lot of discords, a lot of a lot of tweeting and stuff like that. And really, yeah. that's interesting. So, tell me a little bit more about the whole PlayStation and Xbox war what's your right. thoughts about those and what's recently happened what i would suggest is don't get a PlayStation or xbox until about three months after let them all get all their kinks out both systems have issues already PlayStation's not going to have any app most of their apps not a release on release date xbox has some games that aren't going to be released if i were you buy yourself a playstation um oh. and buy yourself a gaming pc reason why is because every xbox games can be played on a windows pc yep so why am I going to pay 500 bucks for a hardware when I can buy myself a $500 graphics card for my, my PC and play all those games on my PC? So that's my opinion. I mean, I'm probably going to get a PlayStation just for the PlayStation portion of it. But And everything's digital now. Like 
I'm not even buying the one with the CD in it because really everything's all digital. It's it's a hundred percent digital. I don't like popping in a CD, waiting for it to load. I just click on whatever game I want to play and open it up, and that's it. But so. what about um games that you believe that you know that and they're too expensive right now, and then later on when you see on Amazon or GameStar or Best Buy or somewhere is like half the price, but then when you go to the digital store, it's still full price. I mean, PlayStation always has um has, once in a while it has sales, yeah. yeah. But um, Xbox has their Game Pass, which is what I use. Mm-hmm. Um, they give free games; it's fifteen bucks a month, but you get some free games out of it um, that are good. But I mean, it depends. I mean, if I see a game that's out there that I really want, I'm gonna pay the sixty bucks for it. Um, mm-hmm. There are some games that I know that come out that are sixty bucks, and I go, I know for a fact that game's gonna drop in price to thirty bucks. If it drops, let's say for example, Black Friday to what I wanted to, and it's not available on the store, I'll go and buy the digital copy. I mean, it happens. Um, I mean, the, the the real copy, mm-hmm. it happens, but you know, most of the time you can buy the digital copy for the same price. Nintendo's one system that, honest to God, yeah, you're screwed. They're always gonna be fifty bucks, sixty bucks. <laughs> they don't drop their price at all. <laughs> for real, Legend of Zelda still at sixty dollars. I have Zelda, it, the Mario's, like Pokemon. Yeah, it's still yeah, they, full they, price. They, they don't drop the price ever. No. So, oh man, and what what you thought about the whole how? PlayStation handled the whole pre-order shit and how Xbox handled it. I think both of them screwed up. Um, I really? Don't them. I don't think it's them most. I think it's more the stores that were trying to get mm-hmm. more pre-orders than they needed. Right. Um, they, I think GameStop got more than they needed, so they had to refund a couple people, but now they're getting more systems in, so it's like, it's just a huge um, issue right. what's going on with that. I just don't like getting a system when it comes out. I like to wait a couple months, um, see if there's any issues with it, with the hardware or with the actual casing or anything like that. Let other people's mess it up. That's <laughs> very, <me>. it's very <laughs> interesting because um, that's one of the things that my cousins always talked about because we were all planning on getting the PlayStation. Like, mm-hmm. because obviously what we were talking about is like having the Xbox. Like, if I have a Razer, I have a Razer and mm-hmm. the uh, the graphics card is amazing and it and it, go, and it goes smoothly yeah. in some of the games. If I have a razor and I can get Halo on the razor, why do I need to get that? So we all mm-hmm. focus like our attention. Let's just focus on on PlayStation and that's it. So when the whole PlayStation thing happened about the pre-orders, like all my cousins like lost faith and hope at the same time, and they were like, "Man, we'll just wait until next year. We'll name um, January when." Resident Evil 8 comes out or mm-hmm. another good game that we're all looking forward to. Like every game we have right now, it's only games that we already played and any new games, uh, they're they're going to have it on PlayStation 4 too as well. Like Call yeah. of Duty, Assassin's Creed, Spider-Man, you know, it's going to be on PlayStation 4. So why buy it now? At that time, I was like, man, I want to buy this game because I'm, I'm always a Sony fan. I always want to buy PlayStation. But then hearing that, and then hearing the stuff that you're saying, it makes me double think. It's like, hmm, maybe, maybe I do shoot way because there's not nothing really. It's not. It's just it's just to have it there. And like, oh, I have the system. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, but you know, there's not really that much. Like Spider-Man came out. It's good, that's great. But I'm just like, I'd rather just wait a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um then you also have to start seeing what your friends play because for example, there's some games out there that aren't cross 
play. So yeah, they're not class uh, cross platform. One big game out there. I'm not sure if there's any Overwatch people out there, but Overwatch is not cross play at all. So it's only on what um PlayStation and no, PC. If, if you play PlayStation, you have to play it on PlayStation. If you have it on Xbox, you have to play with Xbox people. Um, you have it on Steam, you have to play it with people on Steam. Or on Blizzard, whatever it is. Not, not Steam, but Blizzard. That's why... I, so, uh, that made sense. That's why a lot of PlayStation and Xbox uh, fans were heated. The fact that they made it cl- cross-platform because they say that people who play cl- Call of Duty on, on a PC have mm-hmm. a much more advantage than gamers because of right, the mouse. Can... <laughs> 100%. Yeah. <this> is like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, that made sense. Well, when was the last time you watched The Mandalorian? I saw it Friday at seven o'clock in the morning. Okay, so we can talk about it. Good, thank God. <laughs> oh no, I'm awake at seven o'clock in the morning. I'm like, before I go to work, I'm, tur- I'm turning it on and watching. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't give a crap, <laughs> bro. Because um, I want to talk about the Mandalorian a-, a little bit because you know it's obviously something Star Wars related. It's canon. It's officially canon. Um, what are your thoughts about? Have you heard? You have you heard the rumors about the Mandalorian? About the actor Pedro Pascal? Well, I know he had issues with the actual show at one time. Right. And they, but, yeah, I mean, the recent uh, updates were like, I uh, think they're trying to write him off or something because yeah, he so, doesn't, yeah, so, because he doesn't have enough screenplay. Yeah. He was pissed off because um, of the fact that he thought the show was about the Mandalorian, not so much about the little child. And then oh. the last episode, it wasn't that much about him. He was like, look, I need more about me and not so much about the kid, the, the little kid. If not, I'm just going to walk be my last season. Um, I think, I mean, he, he's got a good screenplay in the first two episodes. So I think, you know, hasn't really been that much of a child as much. No, it, it just looks like uh, baby Joda is like the sidekick. That's how I look at it. Yep. Uh, I don't see. I mean, I see do. I see some screenplay from Joda, but other than that, it's just him and God, I love it. I love this guy. Like, I love the show. Like, kudos for Disney Plus to make this show. Like, this is a show that we really needed. And it and it landed on a perfect timing with the streaming. Yeah. What do you think it's going to happen with this Disney Plus stream service? I think that's the way it's going to go. I think um, Talk TV to me. itself. I think TV itself is going to be gone. Hmm. Uh, I have internet at home i have gigapower mm-hmm. and then 18 like oh why don't you get direct tv i'm like no why am i gonna pay 50 bucks for tv service i don't watch i got sling i think for two months and then i'm like i don't watch anything on tv i'm either on netflix hulu or disney plus so it's it's to the point that a lot of the shows are going on there yeah um and then like even like hulu half of their shows like whatever you like to watch on sunday night they show it the next day so it's like i'm usually sunday night watching football now or i'm streaming Mm-hmm. so I'll just wait till the next morning and watch my shows like Bob's Burgers or Simpsons or whatever. I'm like, I'm not going to pay for TV service for something that I can watch, you know, pretty much through right. there. Um, and then Amazon now owns Thursday Night Football, so all Thursday Night Football's on oh, Amazon. Oh, yeah. I've, Prime, I've so seen a couple like, of, I've seen a couple of gains in Amazon there. So I was like, like, oh, sweet. Like, <laughs> why am I paying for TV? So there's no point. I think this is the way it's going to go. Um, Disney Plus is coming out Loki. They're coming out with a bunch of different TV shows. They might do more spinoffs with Star Wars as well. But I think this is the way everything's going to go from now on. I think Netflix is probably going to start losing some steam. They've been canceling a lot of shows lately. 
Um, yeah, yeah, they're they're canceling a lot of shows because of the shows that of the movies that they're the shows yeah. and movies they're not showing as much ratings, and then movies that are very cancel culture controversial and shit and whatnot. And yeah, and then I, they're paying all these artists a lot of money to do shows yeah, and movies, and they're pretty bad. So yeah. some like here, some of the movies I've seen on Netflix were like, how do you like how Adam do you Sa- got what uh, like Adam Sandler's last movie? I didn't like it. Hubie Halloween. Yeah. I, 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 I remember that Adam Sandler said that if I don't get a fucking Oscar or something uh, nomination from from Uncut Gems, I'm doing another goofy sh- movie shit. And that's and he, because he had, I think he got signed for five movies on Netflix, and that's one of the movies that he's doing. Eddie Murphy got signed right now also for yeah. Netflix. And Dave Chappelle so. is always going to be there, so I'm happy for seeing some more Dave Chappelle. So. Yep. Um, Comics. Have you read any recent comics? I have not read recent comics. I actually have a good friend of mine on on TikTok Mm -hmm. that has forced me to go to a comic book store to buy a bunch because she keeps on showing me all these comic books and I am going to start buying some more. So um, Stranger Things um, episode two just came out as a comic book and there's a new Wolverine also that came out that I want to start checking out as well. So I still collect comic books. I still collect them and stuff like right. that. I just haven't really read anything recently. All right. So much. there's one that I will tell you you should get. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is only if you like the Ninja Turtles. Oh, of course I do. Yeah. Get <laughs> The Last Ronin. Okay. It's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin. It's so far, it's from the original Ninja Turtle creators, Kevin Eastman. And I believe they're doing a five publishing of that comic book series. Okay. So chapter one's out. There's four more that I think one, they're coming on December or January or something. I don't know. Well, something like that. I got, I, I'm writing it. Uh, I'm buying them. Like I read the first one because I was curious, like, holy shit, who's the fucking last Ronin of yeah. the Ninja Turtles. And then when I read it, oh my God, it's good. It's gorgeous. It's, it's on point with the story. And then at the end, when they announce who's the last Ronin, this is yeah. That, that's the thing. I used to go to to a comic book store on eighty seventh and Coral Way, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and they closed down, and then they were doing a pull list. But the thing is that the pull list is that you have to text them, meet them somewhere, they give you the comic books, and I'm like, dude, I don't have time to. Oh. To no. like me, like I want to go when I need to go to the comic book. Yeah. So I gotta go to Orca Comics. Um, I did my script, uh, my 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 subscription there. I just gotta go there, let them know all the comic books I want, so they can start doing my pull order. So I can just, you know, go there when I can, pay for it, and pick it up. So yeah, no, I rather pay for my comics. I don't care how long it's gonna take for them to deliver my home, yeah. but I want to own it. I don't want to give it to someone else later on. Like, oh no, 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 no. The way it was working was that the comic books are closed, so they still do pull list. Mm. You pay them through PayPal and they go, okay, fine. Let me, we can meet up between this time and this time. I don't have time to get out of my house to drive right. somewhere to pick them up from someone. Whenever I just go to a comic book store and just go, you have my pull list. Yeah, here they are. Perfect. Here's the money. Take it and go, you know, I don't, I don't like that whole entire, you know, you pay and then, you know, you're wishful thinking that you're going to get it by Saturday. Then they can't make it by Saturday. So, so you got to wait till Monday. Monday. It's like, no. So I got to, I got to go to Orca comics, which is on one Oh seven and do my subscription. The one I actually got it is um, f- uh, initially it came from Midtown Comics in New York because okay. that was the only time I was able to pre-order. I, I didn't know that this mm-hmm. is becoming a short printed series. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't pro uh, pro COVID, but now it is, and now yeah. like it's now it's the first come first serve, and yeah, a lot, of, a lot. I know there's a lot of issue, a lot of issue, yeah, issues with the issues being released uh, because of COVID. That was a lot earlier that um some issues were being delayed and things like that. But yeah, I mean, so now the the one that I registered because like shit, New York, I rather go somewhere local here and the one mm-hmm. I registered um, for the net the one I pre-ordered was the I think it was Cosmic Comic Corp okay yeah I've heard of them yeah it was like it was like West Miami you know somewhere mm-hmm. there it was like and you know I got my sec- I, I secured myself my second copy of the of the second issue that's coming like later like I'm I'm no worry I'm hurry I just like I was just blown away the fact that how the last running ended up and obviously people are already saying that like, you know, the, whoever the turtle you guys think is, it is not. It is Michelangelo. <laughs> I don't know who it is. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Spoilers a name. alert. No, I'm, 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 I'm just like Michelangelo. That's my favorite out of the four. You're gonna love it, then. You're oh, gonna okay. love it. That's all I gotta say to you. You're there gonna you go. love it. You're not gonna hate it. You're not gonna be sad. You're gonna be like, oh my god, it's him. Spoiler <laughs> alert, everybody. Just to let you guys know. Because he just figured out who it was. I don't know, 25% chance. So <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> Lastly, uh, movies. What do you mm-hmm. think about what's happening with these um, movie theaters that they're all literally AMC is about to shut down? I it's they're losing like 90 billion dollars. Um, what's gonna happen with the movie theater scenes? There's Regos is already closing a couple of stores. I don't know if yeah. the one in Kendall is, is about to be closed. That's the one I, uh, I go, but I know that movie theaters and AMCs are like, it's going to be done, though. I think that the movie theater companies, um, Universal, Sony, all these companies, well, Sony has PlayStation, so they can yeah. just easily just sit off of there. Yeah. Dude, you're better off just making people pay for, for like uh, Mulan did on Disney Plus, which I didn't rent because I'm going to wait till December. Yeah. Um, but they're better off doing that, a subscription based type of thing. HBO Max, I think they own DC now. Yeah, they do. Um, they do. I mean, DC, HBO Max yeah. is in partnership with um, Warner Brothers. Yeah. Well, DC. Well, the DC is owned by Warner Brothers. Yeah. So HBO. Oh, no, the, the is, yeah. I, I had to cancel my DC app because they're not really showing anything else there. It's more now on HBO Max. Mm. Um, but HBO Max can easily do that. They can just go look. Give us Wonder Woman. Give us all these movies. We'll pay you this amount of money, and we'll just charge whatever twenty bucks. You rent it. It's yours for, for life, and that's it. I mean, that's the way they should do it. Um, yeah. Going to the movie theater, paying 15 bucks a ticket. Then I have to pay $100 for food for a bo- box of popcorn and candy. You know, cause it gets to the point that you're, you're spending money for what? For, you know, to sit somewhere that you're not even sure if you're going to sit where you want to sit. Right. Um, which is why I only did the one in Kendall. I think it was an AMC. Uh, the one in Kendall is the Regal one. The one next to the Best Buy and... The no, little I'm shopping talking, mall? No, I'm talking about the one on, on 24th Street. That's oh. AMC. Uh, I'm talking about the one in 88. Yeah. Okay, no, there's a, no one on, on 24th that's a, an AMC, but it has like reclining seats and stuff. Like, it's kind of center of oh, but not. Oh, got you. That's the only thing. I would, if I can't get assigned seating that I can pick my seat, I don't go. Because I'm not going to pay 20 bucks to go into the movie theater packed with a million people and get seats all the way somewhere I don't want to sit. Mm. So... I think literally, I think movie theaters are going to die. Maybe there'll be some drive-in movie theaters. That'll be a lot better. Hard, Hard Rock was planning to do that. 
Yeah, I mean, do something like that. But I mean, movie theaters, I don't think they're going to be a huge thing anymore. I mean, to, to, to follow with all those COVID things and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, they can't hold off any more longer. And all these movies being pushed back and keep on being pushed back, it's mm-hmm. not going to, they're going to lose money out of it. So, so I mean, do you believe like paying like $30 like they, Disney Plus did on Mulan, is it worth paying it? Uh, Mulan, no. If it's a movie, I mean, depends on who, who it so is. It, so what if this time they decided to release Black Widow on Disney Plus? And it's gonna be the same price at thirty bucks. Will you pay I'll, the thirty bucks? To I'll, see? Pay the, I mean, I'll pay thirty bucks. I'll pay, I mean, if I have people coming over, yeah, I'll pay the thirty bucks mm, okay. on my account. I mean, when Bill and Ted came out um, on Amazon, I paid the. I think it was like 10, 15, a, 20? It was fi- it was twelve to rent and eighteen to buy. I bought it. I paid eighteen bucks. I'm like, all right, it's mine now for for life. I'm like, why not? You know, it's better for me to pay the money. The money I can sit at home. I can make my own popcorn. I can have alcohol with me if I want to and watch my movie without having to worry about driving, wasting gas or anything like that. So I think they're all collectively getting together. Mm -hmm. Everybody does it. Cruise lines do it. Movie theaters do it. They all get together. All these companies are working together and they're probably going to come out saying like that, like, look, we'll just release the movies through to Disney plus or through HBO max or through whatever program and Mm -hmm. go from there. Because AMC and Regal, they're going to start asking for more royalties out of these movies. Yeah. So it's it's going to happen. They're going to be like, nope, sorry. We'll just release it here. So yeah, we'll it, see how it, works. It, it was like one of those things that when do you remember when Universal said about the end? Oh, my God. We love that. How all the expectations of Trolls movie came. We're going to start mm-hmm. releasing movies on stream. And then all of a sudden AMC shots fires at that. How dare you? We're going to remove all your movies from our theaters. Mm-hmm. Everybody was says like, good thing that AMC did that to draw the line that they shouldn't, they, they should not fuck with movie theaters. Me, however, I had a different um, thought process. I said, AMC, that was kind of stupid for you guys to threaten a movie studio. Because mm-hmm. look how things are happening right now. You guys are not generally having any income whatsoever. And they can just release their music on their own. Yeah. They're like, they'll have their, they, all the money will go straight to them. So you're basically, you're, you're biting the hand that feeds you. Yeah. Because remove movies out of the equation. What do you got to do on a, on a movie theater? What's the whole point of AMC? Where their 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 income doesn't come from ticket sales and bot software. Their main income comes from people coming in and buy from popcorns and 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 slushies yeah. and and food and all that. That's their main income. That because you mm-hmm. know everybody comes over to the movie theaters, they want fucking popcorns, ice creams, and and all that. And they sell alcohol. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we got alcoholics here, so let's get some beer, some drinks, and whatnot. Why not? And that's what everything. Everything's like that. Yeah. PlayStation, they don't make money on the system. They make money on the controllers. They make money on the games and such yeah. stuff like that. So it's the same thing with movie theaters. I mean, I think they're not going to be able to recover from it. I think it's just going to go directly to, to, to streaming, streaming services. So you believe that Black Widow and such others will go straight right there? It's, I mean, I think like, it will. I mean, I know that the Zack Snyder's cut for Justice League is going to go straight to HBO Max. That's over. They already say it's an HBO mm-hmm. series. So obviously HBO Max for anybody who has it, I have it. We're gonna see it, you know. Um, but there's having some back and forth with Black Widow because they say that you know it's a popcorn film, it's a blockbuster film, and I agree, it's a blockbuster based on the trailers I've seen. And Marvel, 
so far they haven't fucked any movies. Yeah. You can correct me if I'm wrong. But so far, any movies I've seen, even the ones that we believe that it's like, eh, it was okay, it still did, did good regardless. I see mm-hmm. Black Widow as like one of those blockbusters. It's like, man, this looks like fucking badass, actually. But, and the investors of Black Widow, they're pushing the studio a lot, saying, release this on fucking Disney Plus. And it looks like the studio is like, no, we, can, we want to release it. And they're going back and forth. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the thing is that if you keep on waiting till movie theaters open, you're losing the, the value of the movie. I agree. Like, Wonder Woman was supposed to come out in June, and then it was supposed to come out now, and now it's getting pushed back again. It's like, yo, like you're really losing me on wanting to watch. Yes, I agree. Movies, I'm like, I want to see what's going on. I want to continue the story because, like, like Marvel has nothing. Like after Infinity War, it's like, yeah, everything like kind of died out. Like, what's going on? Like, I have nothing. You have no Loki, no Captain America, um, Falcon shows coming out. So I'm like... WandaVision is now coming out, finally. Yeah, where's the... I oh, wait a minute. Are they out? Aren't no, they hasn't out? Come out? Hasn't come out just yet. I don't think so. Well, let's fact check that a little bit. I know I saw... I think it's supposed to come out next month, maybe? I know it was like something around the 30 or something. December 2020. There you go. December 2020? What what day? It has not said... Motherfucker. I could have sworn I saw like a date. I know they played a date on it. I'm just not sure what the Oh, so you know you know what I think it's gonna happen? Uh once the Mandalorian series is over. So probably Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Cause that way they'll 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 keep the you know the viewership up there, like keep going on that route, you know, like keep 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 streaming our shit. Like Keep subscribing. Let's go. Let's go. We need to get this ball rolling. You know, I hope. They I mean, could... they, they might they might wait for Wandavision to come on and see how it works to see if they get more subscribers and then push out Black Widow. Mm. That's another thing they can do. Also, that's sad. Yeah. So that's another thing that may happen. Actually, and and I totally forgot about that. That can actually happen. I'm, um, I'm, just, I'm just hoping Wandavision does not screw up the timeline because I'm not sure what Black Widow story is. If it's a prelog story or if it's she's in a different universe type of thing. Or... Uh, you know what? I can't speculate either. Like, yeah. It's it. Yeah, I agree. Because I don't know if it's a prequel or it's a alternative dimension or is it a during Endgame during the during those six years of Endgame. Yeah, that's the thing. So it's like because I remember Ages of Shield was literally going with the movie. Yeah, exactly. Show, um, because it was everything was happening on the side what, what, that we didn't see. But it's like if WandaVision has the same thing, so kind of like. Don't screw up the timeline. You know, or after or after Endgame, this is you know Wanda mm-hmm. has gone herself somewhere, and now she's doing yeah. this, and all of a sudden, she, she got into this alternative world. Like, that's, supposedly that movie, that TV show, is supposed to set up for Doctor Strange multiverse. Yes, from what I heard. So I mean, you can't put now. Don't push Doctor Strange back because then uh, now I'm going to be like, all right, I'm not interested anymore because you kind of screwed it up for me. Yeah, <laughs> if they push it back, but. But same same goes with uh Spider Man, the first movie. It all it all goes tied to Doctor Strange's movie. Yeah. Like there's gonna be a like the now there's gonna be even huge this this phase because now we're no we're no longer involved with the same universe characters. Now we're gonna involve everyone's characters on multiple universes. Mm-hmm. It, it's gonna be insane. This yeah, it's pretty much gonna be the same thing that they did with the the Flash TV show where they yeah. had all the multiverses. Yeah, you saw you know Inf- like the original Earth. Batman. Yeah, exactly. Robin and things like that. So yeah, man. 
it's interesting. I, I I hope that we can get um Black Widow for Disney Plus. That's what I hope. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know if I'm willing to pay the thirty bucks. To be honest, twenty, twenty five. That's the highest I'll pay for for Black yeah, Widow. I mean, the thing is, we have to understand is you pay fifteen bucks for the movies. You're paying ten dollars for popcorn because that's what it really is. Ten yeah. bucks. It's twenty five bucks. So if you give it to me for twenty five bucks, I'll pay it because I'm home. I'm not driving anywhere. I'm watching it from home. I have a surround sound in my house. Yeah. So it's like, why not? So Disney Plus should just do that. That's what I suggest. I'm not sure what the budget is that they're doing. They yeah. might see WandaVision. I saw WandaVision's budget was 150 million. See how that works out and go from there. But you know, Netflix is paying these art these D oh, DJs, these um, <laughs> actors, these actors millions of dollars to do a bunch of movies, you know. So it's like I just say release it on Disney Plus, but we'll see what happens. So, all right. So we're gonna wrap this up very, uh, very soon. So before we do, I actually want to go to give you these final questions, and we'll wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you consider yourself your greatest accomplishment in everything that have you have done so far? I think my greatest accomplishment is in the music industry. I would say I'm not known as just like the promoter for this company. I think that Elements of Night is now actually like a sub company mm. um, that people actually know. So like Denial, Seven Lines, Disco Lab, Apex, you know, Treehouse, all, you know, even Winmore Factory, they all know who we are. So it's, it's not like before that's like, oh, there's two promoters from this company. It's now it's like, no, they're an actual company that actually, you know, knows people. So I think knowing that and actually working directly that I have the direct contact with every single owner for every company yeah. um, was a big accomplishment. So it's something that it branches us out from being under someone to being the go-to person if they have a question or I'm able to go directly to the actual source then jumping through five people just to find so- an answer to something. Okay. Um, two more questions. What do you hope to accomplish in all of this? In music sense, the, my accomplishment would be start doing my own events. Um, I think I have a passion for hearing music, hearing things that people haven't heard out there, mm-hmm. um, which is why I was trying to get that disco house in there. Still does the house music, just has a little disco vibe to it. Um, with Alvarado, we were working together to try getting it out there um, and getting new talent to be heard. Um, there's a lot of people out there that are producing music that aren't getting heard um, and doing shows and just showcasing them, you know, in different, in, you know, a tree house or any other place I can get to. So that's my my goal that to, to get out there, start doing that. And if managing artists after later on, then yeah, it's the next, next step after that. And as a Twitch streamer gamer, I mean, spreading the positivity, being one of those people that people can just go to laugh, um, enjoy. And if it becomes a career, I mean, I would love to be as a career, be home and just game for six, seven hours a day and just, you know, do content for people. So it's, it's, I enjoy it. Um, I've met a lot of people through it. Um, it's a lot different than selling, you know, cruises and things like that, because these are people I'm actually connecting to. So I'm actually connecting to them. They're actually knowing who I am and I'm knowing them as well um, on that type of level. So, I mean, make it a career, hopefully in the next two, three years and see where it goes from there. I mean, I think that's where where Twitch is going now with gaming. Mm-hmm. It's really starting to go that esports is huge. Gaming wise is huge. It's it's something if you have passion for it. I mean, I would say take a shot at it. Do it. It's It's good. Okay, so final question. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give on somebody in general, in life, whether it's music, promoting, gaming, 
what advice would you give to that person when they're trying to start out with something? Be passionate in it. Give it your all. There are streams that I'll have 20 people, 50 people. Mm -hmm. There are streams that I have two people. But if you look at my, my videos, I have the same attitude, the same spark, the same desire, the same energy, because I like doing it. If you don't like promoting and you like making music, make music. If you don't, if you like promoting and you don't want to do your own shows, do promoting. Do things that you like. Don't do things because people tell you. That's what. That's my advice. I do the gaming. I play the games I like because what I enjoy. It's what I'm going to be able to give you 100. Now, if you told me to play Fortnite, you're going to see me kind of like. I'll play Fortnite, but I'm just. I'm not going to give you the same energy as I, if I do if I play the games that I want to play, or when I work at a club. I like tech house. I like trance. What I promote base events. Yeah, I'll promote a base event here or there, but my energy is not as much into that as it is to transfer to tech house because mm -hmm. that's what I like. So go for the passion. Don't go for what the end thing is because there's perfect examples of people out there that have worked on their passion and they're doing big things. Um, I want to mention them again, Big and Slim. They didn't stop. They kept on doing what yep. they like. Yep. No matter how much people said, hey, this is not going to work. And, you know, they have cartoon artists, things doing stuff like that. They have nice, good tracks and things like that. Just yep. do what you're passionate about and what you like. Don't do, you won't see me jump into to, to trap or anything like that because that's not the music I like. I'll always stick to trance. So if I'm going to produce music, it's going to be trance music because that's what I like. And I'm going to give you 100% where it's going to generate to a crowd. Then... Something that I'm just going to throw together and be like, all right, here you go. Here's a, here's a track. So do what you do and do what you're passionate about. Don't worry about what other people say because you're your own critic, you know? So that's my advice to the people out there. I love it, man. I, I 100% agree with it. And, and I am an advocate of being saying people is like, follow your passion, follow what truly makes you happy all the way. Mm -hmm. Cause right now I thought I, DJs, I love DJ. I used to love it back when I because DJing for me was the only time in my life in which I felt I'm alive. And I love how people were jumping around when I when I play my own original music. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it's incredible. But as time goes by, you know, that uh, in order for me to continue to do DJing, I have to do this and this and this. And some and even though originally that wasn't part of my plan in life, I still do it just to try to get into it but it never worked out uh the way i wanted i can still do it but i just now don't have the the time or the passion as i used to have it back then yep. now it's more of a hobby and whenever i feel like it you know i found my passion on podcasting and yep. because now i can just spit out everything that i've been feeling for all these years and talk to people like you and others who and to share their experience and hear their thoughts and you know and just talk just listen to what we had to say because this is what we came from like i want to let the um my passion is to let people know that you guys are not the only one going through this shit i had to go through this shit you had to go through this shit mm -hmm. everybody had gone through this shit as well and we're trying to make it you know make it work you know but it's what you said If you're into that, if that's your passion, go follow through and don't stop. If you're in it for the money, you're in it for the fame, it's not gonna happen. It, yep. it, it's gonna you're gonna fall. Like mm -hmm. there's no there's no way out to it. Um 
Yeah, man, we're gonna wrap this up, man. This is a great episode, man. It's a long episode. I, I can, I, <laughs> very long. But we're gonna, di- I'm gonna divide this into parts. So you know, right. every Friday is gonna be a new episode, and you, you know, you get, you get to see it, you get to share. It. I'm gonna send you some clips if I can get some good clips that you can post it on your IG and whatnot. Well, of course. Before we, before we leave, um, plug yourself out, bro. Like, uh, put your IGs and whatnot. All right. So for Pretty much, if you guys want to follow me, the easiest way is just to follow Angry Troll 305. I'll have my personal Instagram as well on there um, as a link, but that's on TikTok, on Twitter, on Twitch, on Instagram. It's Angry Troll, Angry Troll 305. And then you'll see like an actual bar there with all my links on there as well. But yeah, I stream usually Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays, and weekends I vary, um, but I always have it on my, my, my page. And if you guys are ever looking for a club or anything like that down in Miami, I always have it on my other page. It's EON phase. And you'll see there. I always work at Treehouse Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. So yeah, that's pretty much it. All um, right. Sounds thank good. Thank you man. so much. No, thank you very much <laughs> for this. And I'm just going to leave the, uh, all your links under the description below, just in case. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. And remember, every week is a brand new episode with a brand new topic. So be sure to like and subscribe <laughs> for your weekly episodes at the Lone Wolf Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio and of course the YouTube channel at LoneWolfPod.com that's LoneWolfPod.com we need to get to I think 100 uh, followers at YouTube right so they can actually give me my name my username Yeah, I think it was like something like that so guys help Mm -hmm. me out to get those 100 followers so instead of going to that website you can just go YouTube.com slash LoneWolfPod okay guys so let's 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 get into it. Um, comment down below. Let me hear your thoughts, your experience. Share it. If you guys want to have a topic that you guys want to discuss it on the next topic, on the next episode, I'm more than happy to listen to it. If you want to add me, you want to add uh, Phil on his social medias, you got the, the, all the social medias right there on the description down below. So thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Deuces.